if you could describe teenage girls in one or a few words, what would you say? Hilarious. Dramatic. Boy obsessed. Sassy. Naive. Rambunctious. Intelligent. Beautiful. Smart. Moody. <laughs> Chaotic. Giggly, I guess. Complicated. Powerful. Messy. Potential. How is a teenage girl? Hey guys, and welcome to Hell is a Teenage Girl. Okay, we're your host for today. My name is Sophie. My name is Grace. And I'm Lucy. And this is our first episode titled Welcome to Hell. Too real. Adorable. (laughs) So this podcast is mostly going to be focusing on teenage girls, kind of like the struggles that go on, stuff that goes on behind the scenes. And we just want to kind of act as like... Big sisters, let you guys know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, we just want to be, like, I guess your friend if you're listening. We're just here to have a good time and chat. It's very, like, low Like key. a FaceTime it's call. casual. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to be dissecting any, like, crazy theoretical topics or anything. It's really just, like, what goes Us on talking in our lives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We'll start today's episode off with a little bit of, like, a get-to-know-us. Um, We are three of the five people who are working on this podcast. We'll give, I guess, a little fun fact about each of us. Sophie, take it away. Um, So my name is Sophie, um, and I am turning into a ginger right now, and it is accidental, (laughs) and it is is horrible. It is the worst thing going on in my life right now. Of everything going on, of all the (laughs) going on, I'm turning into a ginger, and I think that that's by far the the worst. Yeah, what do I need? <laughs> Please help me send, send recommendations. Guess, I'm turning ginger and I'm not even like bleaching my hair. The opposite of orange is blue. Blue shampoo. Blue, blue. shampoo? Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Lucy and I'm also a ginger. No, I'm a previous ginger. So mm-hmm. I. You're a ginger in recovery. I'm a ginger in recovery. So I got my hair done, went to white, orange. But it was just the top of my head. Like, it was just the roots. Because mm-hmm. that's what so, was done, right? Yeah. Like, Tori, like, <laughs> messed Tori, it up. So I was, like, bleached blonde all over my head, except for the roots. They were, like, bright ginger. I wish. Like, you were more ginger than me. You I were was, more like, ginger than me. It was, like, ombre, too, though. It was, like, a look. No. You had, like, your dark roots and then I'd have, ginger and, and blonde. No, as it grew out, like, I am a natural dark brunette. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, dark brown to, like, ginger to blonde. And it was just the worst shit. <laughs> you'd ever seen dude and it was like that for like two months it looked like like a flag from a no it did <laughs> three stripes i love it and every time i'd wash my hair i'd go in and like smother my hair with like the darkest purple shampoo from the drugstore <laughs> i wanted blonde hair but not enough to spend like a good 20 on something so but like you've recovered much. now you got it redone yeah you're good thank god yeah. My name's Grace. <laughs> a little fun fact about me is I've never been ginger. <laughs> oh my god, knock on wood. <laughs> you know what, Grace? Not all of us have had that privilege. So if you are a ginger and you're listening to it, you guys are so beautiful and you have beautiful hair. <laughs> there's nothing we wrong are with just it. there's nothing wrong with it. It just does not match us as humans. <laughs> See, I think the place we weren't wrong is we didn't want to be ginger. Like, yeah. if I had wanted to be ginger and, like, gone in full ging, I would love it. You know, like, Kendall Jenner? Yes. That looks oh, my so goodness. Good. She looks yeah. so good because she wants it. Oh, like, I went blonde and then I went ginger. Dude, I was more orange. Like, my hair was more orange than my skin. Sorry. <laughs> I must say another fun fact about me is I'm a, I wouldn't say pathological. Oh, but I enjoy one. Yeah. But you do it because it's fun. Some people do it because it's just habitual. You do it because you actually think it's funny. And to yeah. like strangers most of the time. And I love doing fun. it like with people around me who know yeah. I'm straight up lying. Like like, he, you, like your chair was like your dead grandfather's and it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. 
No, me and me and Grace were out one time, and we were like at a bus stop, like just kind of chilling, you know, minding mm. our own business. And these two like fifty year old dudes come up to us, right? And they're like, they had like accents. Yeah, they were from somewhere random. They're like, your sisters. And I, <laughs> as soon as I heard that, I went, oh, this is gonna be fun, and right? Like, yes. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. Um, where are you from? light bulb went off in my head guys <laughs> i was like uh europe i can run with yes this. so yeah. i start doing like a french accent right she's fully like rah, she was i was like because like, you I, just like snapped she got into character yeah i pretended like we were exchanged i was like um je suis exchange student je n'ai pas l'anglais and my favorite part was when he was like where are you guys from and I was like Paris, and he was like, "Oh, I have, I have the I'm... only place in France you knew." I saw a moment of panic in you, and you were like, "I don't know anywhere in France, uh, Paris." <laughs> so they were, they were interesting. That they were really great, experience. and then we had to like run away from them. No, it was like a speed walk. Okay, should we move on to our? Oh my God. Would Thank you, you for study? bringing us back. We will not be able to stick to a plan. Like, we go off on tangents, but yeah. that's just how it's gonna be. And it's going to be fun. You we kind of planned for it. it to be unplanned because yes. we knew that we would not follow up. <laughs> we're just, we're literally sitting here chatting. We're chatting. Now. You guys get to be part of our conversation. All right. Now that you guys know a little bit about us, it's time to move on to our next segment, which we call Would You Rather. Very original. <laughs> Love oh, the original yeah. name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've got some Would You Rather questions that we have crafted up. What could be really fun about this segment is if you have any ideas for future episodes, future would-you-rather questions that you'd like to hear, you can go to our Instagram at hiatg.podcast, and you can just DM us or comment on one of our posts and just let us know what you would like to hear. Or even, like, your opinions on these ones. Like, if you completely disagree and think that we said, like, the most stupid reasoning ever, then, like, call us out. Like, we want to hear what you guys have to say, too. All right, our first would-you-rather question. This is actually a tough one. Would you rather always smell bad or everyone around you always smells bad? I cannot stand smelling bad. I cannot stand it. Like, I don't like... If I think my breath stinks or if I smell like I... Me neither. If I think I stink, I, like, hate myself. No, literally. I want to, like, crawl away and hide in a hole. Yeah. That is so funny because I genuinely can't deal with people smelling bad around me. It's almost worse. See, that's why this is such a hard question is because I can't stand when other people are stinky, too. (laughs) That's why I'm so scared of being stinky. Other people being stinky bothers me so much that I never want to be them. No, literally. Well, like, and I'm like, what if I smell stinky (laughs) and I just don't realize it? Loki, wouldn't you go, like, nose blind to yourself? You are nose blind to yourself. That's why it's scarier because I can't even, like, oh, I smell horrible. You don't know what your breath, it's like, I smell nothing, you know what I mean? But, like, what if it smells really bad to someone else? Well, then that's, like, everyone else's issue, like, not mine. So you'd rather smell bad than everyone around you smells bad? Kind of. Honestly, same, because then you know who the real so, ones are yeah. who are, like, going to stick by you through stench and all. <laughs> no, I'm protecting myself. <laughs> I'd rather everyone else be stinky. I, like, can't breathe when I smell a bad smell. I would just be, like, suffocating all I'd the time. I'd be, like, plugging my nose. Final <laughs> verdict. You would rather... Everyone else smell bad. I think I would rather smell bad. I'm siding with me smelling bad because it's not my issue, quite frankly. It's everyone else's issue. (laughs) Exactly. And anything I can make not my issue, I will. Y'all know. Fair. (laughs) That's fair. Okay, what's our next question? Our next question is, would you rather be able to speak every language 
or instantly know the answer to every math question? Language. Sophie already knows the answer to every, <laughs> every math, math question. question. <laughs> like, don't even start with me, girl. Literally. Don't no, even like, start. As much as I love math, oh, how much do you? How much do you actually need it after high school? Yes, there's some like basic things you need to know, but you do not need to know all these crazy math things after high school unless that's, you're going into a job like that. That's true. But here's the thing: knowing every language would be really cool, but knowing the answer to every single math question. You can make a career out of that and become a top scientist working for like NASA, knowing the answer to every math question. Then you're super rich. I think math all the time would suck. I mean, it would be nice if you're good at it, though. That's the thing. Here's my I'm if I'm really, you know, analyzing this question, every language includes dead languages. So you'd be able to translate all these dead languages that that is a niche job dead languages though i think every language so yeah and also how cool would it be to be able to talk to everybody most of us here are slash were in french immersion Mm -hmm. and the reason my mom originally put me in it was because she loves traveling and she thinks it's so important to be able to talk to all different types of people and i feel like having that knowledge of every language would just open up so much And you'd be able to obtain so much more knowledge. Families with immigrant parents where, like, the kids will know English, but they won't know their, like, I guess native language. That creates a barrier between the grandkids and the grandparents. And it's harder for them to, that's how traditions get lost because they can't communicate effectively. And so I feel like if you were able to connect with so many more people, it would be so much easier to keep cultures alive. You could easily experience so many different cultures because it becomes so much easier to experience a country if you can speak the language there. Yes, exactly. So people can tell you stories and their experiences and you can actually like learn so much more about a culture if you can speak the language yeah. so that's yeah. actually true that's so like, cool. you could learn a lot of new things way easier plus i hate math so <laughs> like, anything i can do I'd, to get away from it like, i will being rich would be like great but if i had to do just like math all day every day it'd be like a human calculator i couldn't do it but what if you just like closed your eyes and you just saw the answer on your like, eyelid yeah <laughs> it's like sketches you it out in your brain you just your brain takes a photo and just like, like a calculator it's just like yeah exactly I think what this, like, would you rather just plays on whether you're more, like, a, of a math girl. or inclined yeah. or, like, and or I'm, scientifically I'd, inclined. I'd go languages, I think. I Honestly, for the experience, I think I'd go with languages, too, because I want to travel. But the math thing would be cool. It definitely would be. But I love, like, ancient Egypt. So being yeah. able to understand every like I was a weird kid still am but like I, I was really into that kind of stuff and the reason we actually can read hieroglyphics is because we found a stone I'm sure you guys have heard of it I think it's called the Rosetta stone and so this stone had the same kind of paragraph mm-hmm. in a few different languages right so they learned how they, they learned, translate they translated it, it through so that that's so cool and if we it was just like some stone that washed up on a bank somewhere that is so cool and so that's why and whatever we, like the markings stayed on the stone or what oh yeah i mean they, I, it's they carved carve it in or carved into like... rock the egyptians played a lot with like stone that that was their stick okay okay our next would you rather question is would you rather be able to fly or breathe underwater? Breathe and see underwater. Basically like fly. Really I've always wanted to fly. I don't wow. think I don't think my mind can change. Like I love swimming. I love being underwater. I love everything. I'd love to be a mermaid. But <laughs> but I've always so wanted to fly. So you'd rather like have wings than be a mermaid? 
Yeah. I would have to think of both because being a mermaid, (laughs) I was obsessed with H2O as a child. Like that. I love H2O. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Sorry, I'm like yelling into the mic. (laughs) It's exciting. H2O is like on Barbie Life in the Dreamhouse level of like amazingness. I still rewatch it. I still rewatch it after I watch a scary movie. That's really and, like, valid. Just, like, it balances yeah. it out. Yeah. After I watched um, Silence of the Lambs, <laughs> I watched Barbie. So who is y'all's favorite character? I think that says a lot about a Barbie. In Barbie? H2O. Honestly, I liked Cleo and Ricky. I, like, I don't know who I liked more. I didn't like Emma. When Bella came, I fell in love with her because she was loved so Bella. hot. No, I loved Ricky. I thought but she I was didn't... so cool. Yeah, I liked Ricky's personality the yeah. best. I thought Cleo was a crybaby. In the earlier seasons, I liked Ricky, but then she kind of became a bit of a... But then she started dating Zach or whatever his name was. Zane! That's what it is! I kind of preferred Cleo. Like, when she was, like, opping that other mermaid girl, what was her name? Charlotte. Charlotte. Oh when Louis God, I started so dating her, so she was so annoying. That's when I started getting into Cleo more, because then she kind of came out of her shell. Yeah, yeah, I agree like, with that. I respect her for that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. But to be able to fly or breathe underwater. So which would you choose? 100% underwater. There's not much to, I mean, I'm afraid of heights. Let's be real, guys. I, I, I can't deal with it. Being okay. Nice. Like, it's cool, but I there's just not much to do in the air. Like, what do you do in the air? Like, literally just fly. The thing is, I feel like I can swim regardless, and I can bring an air tank if I really want to be under for a long time, and I can wear goggles, but I feel like I can't fly. Like, I can go on a plane all I want, but Mm -hmm. I want to fly around to anywhere, anytime. I feel like I could get a little mundane, like, driving. You know what I mean? Yeah, the thing is about the, the ocean is, like... We know so little about it. Like, That's we've seen true. everything on land. It's like the ocean that we have yet to explore. 71% of Earth's surface is underwater. And as climate change starts happening, that number is going to increase. That's true. Um, I mean, wasn't NASA <laughs> originally exploring the underwater and they were like, it's extremely difficult. It's almost impossible because of the water pressure. So my like question... space is easier to explore. explore. I also sure. want to know if there's a megalodon still roaming the Earth. I doubt it, but that'd be really I doubt cool. it. The reason everything went extinct was because the prey shrunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So there's there's nothing for them to feed on. But I, I think there's giant squids and There's giant... Dude, giant squids are so scary. Okay, they are giant scary. Squid, no, they're actually scary, and they're so aggressive. They what they do is like if you're a diver underwater, like or you're deep, you have an oxygen tank, a scuba diver, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There have been instances where giant squids have attacked humans and like ripped their mask off. I'd freak out. Like with their little like no suction cup yes, pants. Like it oh goes my on goodness. their face and rips it off of them. I've oh only ever God. seen them in like, like wild crats. I would like I watch it and I was like terrified. Of, like, the water pressure and the squids. It's so scary. <laughs> I need to know, like, do we get affected by the water pressure? Because if we do, then I'd rather fly. I think the idea is that, like, you go underwater and you are, like, a mermaid. Mermaids can't okay. go crazy deep. Even if I was flying, like, three centimeters off the ground and I just didn't have to walk, Levitating. imagine how beautiful that would be. If you were going to fly, would you want to have, like, bird wings or would you want to just like be able to fly like no wings wings. yeah i just want to be like floating around i don't want to whip wings out of my back the thing is flying is just like one thing this is what's holding me back like that's it 
Whereas if you could breathe underwater, you can do all this other crazy stuff. You can breathe and see underwater. You can go like collect shells and explore this whole world. You can go fishing with your bare hands. I don't even know. I guess if you were a mermaid, you wouldn't want to eat fish because that kind of be like cannibalism. But exactly. <laughs> I would just be in shipwrecks all the time. Like, isn't that so sick? I wonder if you were like a mermaid, if predators would be an issue. Because you know how sharks will like, attack yeah, they're seals? Gonna, like, they bite eat seals. And, like, a mermaid is a bit bigger than a seal, right? Yeah. Would a shark try to eat us if we were? Like, because that would be scary to me. Uh, I feel like they re- low-key respect mermaids. And mermaids swim fast. Like, everyone really respects. Actually, Is no. there a truce between the mermaids and the sharks? I was about to say I think so, but I don't know if y'all have seen the little mermaid with it attacks her it attacks her. her yeah but but she's faster she's faster yeah okay this is this is what i would do this is my final answer then i would choose to be a mermaid but when i become a mermaid i'm going to contact taylor lautner aka shark boy oh and try to make a truce with the sharks so that they will not eat my cat love it i love I that actually that is the most valid thing that i've we heard we can do all it day. together if we can do it we can make it too. we just gotta watch out for lava girl That's she true. might she be, might be really territorial about her man you know what it's fine it's fine what are we gonna do We'll, we'll figure it her. out. We'll throw shells she gonna, at her. She, what is she going to do? Come we'll, in the ocean? We'll, we'll th- she, yeah, she'll become rock girl if she that's a f- in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> that's a- Good luck, babe. Whoa! Anyways. <laughs> so, would you rather always have perfect hair or perfect makeup? What do you think? I feel like I honestly enjoy doing my makeup. There's something about the effort of having to do my hair that I like hate and will always hate yeah. but there's sometimes it's fun to do my makeup like I would prefer to wear no makeup if I had like perfect skin mm-hmm. but there are times where it's like therapeutic to do okay, my makeup so here's the thing for me I have like a lot of hair and it's curly it's frizzy it is a mess so like doing my hair when I get out of the shower and I want to yeah when I want to do my hair it can take me up to like two hours I'm not even kidding and that's like if I'm distracted maybe like listening to music watching tv whatever not like maybe not going as fast as I could be but like it takes me ugh, a while to do and, like, my hair. And, curly products d- are expensive, dude. They are. The products are so expensive for hair. Makeup, I take five minutes to do in yeah. the morning. I'm fine doing that. Sure, I'd love to have, like, a perfect makeup look every day. But, like, yeah. hair takes me so long. So I would, I think I would You'd choose. You'd be easy. Yeah. But, I mean, I'd choose, like, perfect glowing clear skin. Th- over, over anything. Hair. Over yeah. anything in life. I, I care about my hair, though. It, it can be so annoying. That's so fair. I choose perfect hair. I think we are all in agreement. Wow, this is not Look happening Look at us. <laughs> Look at us go, guys. So, yeah, I mean, I also have pretty curly hair. So that's like I, I I was twenty minutes late this morning to our class because I was blowing my hair out. Yeah. I yeah, my bad guys. And the damage. <laughs> and like, the, damage the damage because I don't like wearing my hair curly because I don't I quite frankly don't really know how to deal with it and I don't Feel like confident. the look of mm-hmm. curly hair enough on myself to want to learn. Maybe when I get older. For right now, not really. And I also makeup is so therapeutic for me. Yeah. And I've been I've been such a makeup girl. I grew up watching, like, James Charles. <laughs> and, like, you whispered that one. You did not no. say that one with your chest. No, I did not. But, like, I learned a lot. And I've been wearing makeup ever since. Like, I was the makeup girl. Like, I've always been the makeup girl. Like, I feel like if I had perfect hair, I wouldn't be a ginger. So I would pick that one. I also feel like either way, though, 
it would be saving us so much money. Like, could you imagine how much money? Yes. If we like had we cut out all the products in one Every part of our product. routine. Oh it's, my goodness. That's what I was thinking. Is makeup is so expensive. Same as hair products, but I feel like the problem with makeup routines is there's so many steps and so many products that you need. Every little like girly product is so expensive though. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Have you seen, apparently they uh, mark up our razors and our deodorants just because it's for girls. Like like pink tax? Pink tax. That is so funny that you'd say that because I was actually thinking about the pink tax the other day and I did a little digging. I actually asked my good friend Chad GPT to tell me a little (laughs) something about pink tax and um, it said some pretty smart stuff. I was pretty impressed with her. Let's hear it. She said... The pink tax refers to the phenomenon where products marketed towards women are priced higher than similar products marketed towards men. That doesn't sound very fair to me. Given the pay gap, we're already making less money than our male counterparts. And sorry, I will loop this back to the conversation, but I feel like it needs to be said. I saw another TikTok video on my For You page. (laughs) Our number one source of information. Of this manly man account with like, we have huge dick. We drive trucks and da 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 They asked a bunch of women and men, would you rather clean sewers for a million dollars a year or would you rather have a nice job at, like, an office and make, like, a quarter of that? And the women were like, well, no, we don't want to clean sewers. And the guys were like, we will clean sewers, da 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 And all Maybe. the comments were like, you see, this proves the wage gap isn't real. Like, women choose to have... Ugh. No, I know. Women choose jobs that That's the example? That was the example. You could do the same office job and Sorry, we would get we less. We don't want to clean sewers. Guys wouldn't want that either. Like, they're just saying that because they want to seem all, like, macho. And like. And what's so funny is I'm sure a lot of girls and guys said things that aligned with our point. With, like, certain girls being like, no, I would do, I would clean sewers for a million dollars for sure. Like, and guys yeah. being like, fuck no, I don't like it being gross. They because, definitely picked But they're the picking clips. and choosing yeah. what they're showing. Yeah. To align with their point. It's just, it, it frustrates me a lot. Because men do the most to try and undervalue and just, like, diminish everything about a woman. That is definitely um, a problem, is that us women, because we experience it, we see the inequalities between women and men. We can tell they're there. We know that, like, the patriarchy is still alive and well. You know what I mean? But so many men genuinely think that like sexism is just like not a thing in Canada not something they have to worry about or feel bad about it's just like it's not a problem women just like to complain I have had conversations with teenage boys who like basically that is like their exact mentality and that's just their mindset like they don't even think that they're saying anything out of the ordinary it's It's just what they think is normal they would never notice those things because they would never experience them exactly so like that's one thing about the pink tax as we were discussing is this is actually something ChatGPT also cooked up for me. Thanks, girl. Um, it said the pink tax disproportionately affects teenage girls who are already grappling with financial constraints or limited access to economic resources. So they face the burden of paying more for everyday items, like essentials, uh, simply because they are targeted as a specific demographic. This not only reinforces gender stereotypes, but also perpetuates economic inequalities, limiting their purchasing power and further widening the gap between genders. So basically, the pink tax serves as a glaring example of how discriminatory practices persist in society. But teenage boys, why would they notice that? Because they're not affected by it. 
Because they're not buying what you'd call, like, a woman's deodorant. That's not what they're buying. They're going and no. picking, like, the nearest deodorant and taking it. But the ones that exactly. are labeled for, like, women are going to be more expensive. And even though it's, it's not like it's $50 more expensive, it's, like, every little bit more expensive that it yeah. is adds up over time. Honestly, I have not used women's deodorant in years. Deodorant, razors, I, men's I don't use are men, always I don't better. use women's razors either. No. I, because the men's products, if they're charging us extra, the women's they better products be should be amazing. But they're they not. need to be better. But they actually suck. Like the men's products, I've been using men's deodorant for years, men's razors for years, because they are cheaper and more like, effective. They just work. Yes. Yeah. And they also, like, these companies know that women, because of the pressures that are put on us from, like, literally since we pop out of the womb, they know that we are more, much more conscious or we're, like, predisposed to being much more conscious about these kind of, of like, things. hygiene and stuff. Of hygiene yeah. and, like, you know, the jokes about the three-in-one body wash that men will use. So they know that women are going to be more kind of vigilant about, like, all these different products and, like, what calls to me. and to smell good and be like clean exactly. of any body hair and to be like well put together whereas that's not as, like the same expectation for guys yeah the standard is just different and it shouldn't be exactly. and if it's gonna be that if that standard is gonna be held for women why don't they make it easier for us to meet that standard because i exactly. i love smelling nice and i love all, being girly and having all these products like i i do have a lot of products and mm-hmm. i love that but it just is so unfortunate that they have to make it much more difficult for us to get these and achieve the looks that they're constantly like pushing to us through social media. For mm-hmm. sure. No, I totally agree. I definitely agree as well. Yeah, these big companies make such a profit of, off of us, off of teenage girls, because so much of the marketing world is just like focused on teenage girls and like getting us to buy stuff. This is actually something I was thinking about um, was like, why do we buy all this expensive stuff? Like, I was thinking about how people could ask that. People, people could say, well, it's their fault that they need so many things. They're buying all this stuff. They could just not buy it. But it's not that simple because, like, there's so many societal pressures that lead us to, like, this constant pursuit of what is seen as, like, the ideal of what we want to be, what we should look like, how we should act, etc. It's, like, this ideal that's always changing, So it's like we can never keep up with it. We can never catch up to it. We can never reach what we see as like this perfect Perfect person. But so many people profit off of that. Companies profit off of that. Everybody profit off of 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 that because we keep going for a standard that raises and raises and raises all the time. And do you know who profits off of this? The old white men that run these companies that know exactly what their target demographic is Mm -hmm. and exactly how to hit you where it hurts when they're pushing out all these ads of these women who are beautiful. And you know what? Go off, beautiful queens. Love you. Love you. But like... But that's not the only type of beautiful. But that's the the only one that is marketed. Mm -hmm. And we are seeing a change in the social climate now. For sure, yeah. Things are much more accepting, but... The way I view it a little bit is brands are pivoting their marketing strategy. Like you heard with the Victoria's Secret show getting, like fashion show, getting canceled because they refuse to have trans women in their show and women who are like plus size, not even plus size, just regular straight size women, like Mm. size eight, size four to eight. Like that's size four to eight. And they're considering that plus size when that would be like the, like average, if not below average 
of like the size of a woman you know what and i like, mean <laughs> and these these giant companies have such large influence that they are just completely warping how young women today view themselves like they don't they have so much effect on our minds you yeah. know what i mean all the stuff that we like absorb off the internet and stuff like that it's it stays up there even like subconsciously those images in your mind telling you like oh i should look like this i'm supposed to look like this it, it completely changes the way we see ourselves when we see a body and we're told it is plus size yeah and i mean not. a lot of people it's easier said than done to ignore these like these campaigns and these this social media is being pushed at us right and they're being pushed at us in a way that is so calculated by these people whose full jobs is to hit us where it hurts mm -hmm. to bring out these insecurities to sell products mm -hmm. and it you know it doesn't matter the long-lasting effects because they benefit from it mm -hmm. which is really upsetting like they might as well if it's going to get them money they might as well <laughs> <laughs> because they don't care and yeah, if, if exactly. you are benefiting from like a patriarchal society then you are complicit you know what i mean then why like, would you want to change it why yeah. they don't exactly. they reinforce it exactly it's so upsetting yeah okay. as you can see we get very passionate <laughs> about yes. these types of things very yeah but it needs to be talked about but i think they i think they matter and i it we want to no, yeah, be like a voice to stuff like this that's one thing that like we will for sure be talking about is a lot of just daily issues that you you hear being talked about sure but we're talking about it as teenage girls and about how it affects us as teenage girls that's what one thing that we have noticed um we want to make our kind of our podcast very casual just because there's we haven't seen a lot of just casual like teenage girls talking on the internet about how they feel about things it's we don't really get to hear from i feel like a lot of people like us on real life issues you know what i mean exactly i I mean, I have never had an older sister, and so I've never been able to have that older sister experience of her yeah. kind of guiding you through the world. Mm -hmm. um, so we want to be that for, we be for, that you, guys. for you guys, hopefully. Yeah. All um, right, it does yeah. look like we need to bring today's episode to a close. So we just wanted to say to everyone, <laughs> I don't know if anyone's going to listen to this, but <laughs> everyone who might listen to this, thank you so much for listening. We are grateful that you decided to give our podcast a chance. Um, we really hope you guys enjoyed our first episode. If you have any feedback, questions, or suggestions, anything like that, feel free to um, head over to our Instagram at hiatg.podcast. Um, and just, you know, DM us, comment on our post, let us know what you thought. And it's the same user for all of our social medias if you guys want to check it out. We have a TikTok page. That I'm um, sure that's how most of you found us because... Yeah, we've been going... We've been popping We've been off. famous. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Um, we will be coming out with a new episode soon. So if you are interested, subscribe, follow yeah. along on our english class journey of becoming <laughs> podcasters to <laughs>